and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. And joining us now on the program is uh, Colonel Gary Clark from the Polk County Veterans Council. Colonel Clark, good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. Always good to be seen. Oh, yeah. You know? What does it take to become a colonel? Uh, oh, a lot. You, you don't really want to know, do you? That's why I asked. If, he, <laughs> if he tells you, he has to kill you. So, like, you, how so. many years of service? Well, it varies. Right. Uh, and did you start as an officer? I did. Yes. I did. Most of the time when you're an officer, you start that way. So yeah. that means you had a college education? Yes, I did. I did. Mm. Believe it or not. I mean, it's, sometimes you may ask, but uh, no, I graduated from Kansas State. What you might want to know is, is as a bit of trivia, the, the Land-Grant Act was passed in 1862, and Kansas State was the first college opened under the... 1862 Morrell Act, wow. better known as the Land Grant Act, mm-hmm. um, and um, that's where I went was Kansas State. Okay. And who and, um, and who is and your mascot or, for Kansas State? Wildcats. No, Kansas is oh Kansas is Jayhawks. Yeah, it's Wildcats. Wildcats. And um, yeah, believe it or not, I I majored in mathematics. Oh wow! So be careful. <laughs> oh. You know, be careful. So but my brain anyway, hurts just thinking about it. But you can also like get in and then get promoted to an officer position. Also, uh, right? It's not no, not normal. It's not normal. Really? Uh, it, it, no. uh, there, there are like wartime commissions, right? Okay. Uh, but that's not something that generally happens. Mm-hmm. You're either enlisted or you're an officer. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, so you went to Kansas State. <laughs> you you want to know the history here? Yes, no. sir. Yeah. No, and uh, but. Uh, no, I, I spent, uh, in, including cadet time, I spent 30 years Wow! Um, <clears throat> in the Air Force and uh, enjoyed every day. Some days I enjoyed a little better than others, but um, it was... Uh, so how long did it take you to reach the rank of colonel is what I, well, I believe guess we, she's asking. We need to know what he started at. And then, well, yeah. he started as a so second, second lieutenant. lieutenant. Okay. Uh, and um, it, it's... Uh, I, I made it a little faster than what is normal. Ah. Uh, and so there are early promotions, and um, I I was commissioned in 1967, and I pinned on colonel in 1983. Wow! So you do the math. Yeah. So so if you 16 years. So normally like it, normally to make colonel, it's usually around 22 years. And you okay. did it in like 16. So do you mean yeah. like if you if you just get uh, enlisted, then you're not likely to become an officer because you have to be in it for a significant amount of time no no you, enlisted people don't get promoted to officer right you have so to you're go saying there's in. not a, there's not a lot of a turnaround you have to go in on the officer like track there are there, yeah. there are there are levels for enlisted just, too though right okay you can right. go all the way up to what command sergeant major in the army uh, chief master uh, sergeant in the air force yeah but you and, have uh, to go in on a tr- on a track where you're already an officer now. yeah mm-hmm. okay pretty, that pretty makes, much there are a few that will um, get their college degree and go off to uh, uh, OCS, Officer Candidate School, mm-hmm. and get and commissioned trained, that yeah. way. But right. okay. those numbers are relatively small. Tiny. Yeah. They kind of vary by by service, but um, yeah. Sure. 
So that's cool. Have you Colonel seen the Clark? new Have you seen the new Masters of the Air show yet? <laughs> I'm not. I'm it's not a, okay. It so yet. it's it's loosely based off of the the book uh -huh. that they have. So it's a uh, humongous book. But was, they have this new show that's out. That's called Masters of the Air. It's all about the Air Force. Air Force? It's Hollywood yeah. done up in Hollywood style. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So. it's it's really nice. Um, it's more or less like the events that happen in the show are very much what happens in the book. But they're they're bringing out some of the characters that are in the book and kind of like embellishing a little bit as far as like what's going on with them as well. But it's I think it's well done. It looks nice. So kids, the moral of the story is get your college degree. Be really good at math and you can become a colonel in 16 years in the Air Force. Well, I also got a couple of master's degrees along the way awesome. in, uh, in doing that. But that's, uh, I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about <laughs> um, Herman Jenkins for just a second. Okay. Um, some of you may recall Herman was uh, a, a Lakeland native, uh, served in World War II, was in Europe. Oh, wow. Uh, he died last September at the mm. age of 104. Right. And uh, two weeks ago, the uh, American Legion Post 4, was renamed and rededicated as the um, Herman Jenkins Post for American Legion, and uh, a, a, a fitting honor to a, a gentleman who uh, was um, was probably well was certainly not recognized in for for all the contributions that he had made, and uh, and so that was a that, that was something I think the the community needs to know about, and uh, if you get a chance, stop by the Post for and. Um, and and observe the Herman Jenkins, and if you if you drop in, uh, you can probably even buy a beer or something if you if you oh. want to. But it was a, his family was there, and so that was a a, a, a fitting honor to a, a gentleman who was uh, made made a lot of contributions to the community and certainly to the country. And uh, one of the one of the my pleasures in uh, in the flight to honor, which we talk about frequently, is. We were able to take him up to Washington uh, in 2021, and, uh, and excuse me, 2022, and um, had uh, not 21, I guess it was, but uh, had the opportunity to to show him around, and and he was so enthralled by the opportunity to visit the World War II Memorial, and uh, and no one was more deserving of uh, of being honored than uh, than Herman Jenkins, but. Um, Looking, looking forward, uh, we've got um, uh, a couple things coming up. Obviously, we've got the spring training coming around. Oh, yeah. Spring and, uh, training. I love spring, spring training. Spring training. And, and uh, one of the great things that the, the Detroit Tigers does uh, uh, do is at each game, they honor a, a military veteran uh, hero of the game. And uh, the, at the opening game this year. It's going to be you? Well, no, well, not be <laughs> me, no. It, uh, it'll be... Uh, uh, a gentleman by the, by the name of uh, George DeFazio. Okay. And uh, George went ashore at at uh, Omaha Beach. Oh wow! Um, shortly after D-Day, he wasn't in the first wave. He was an engineer, mm -hmm. uh, or excuse me, he was a communications uh, technician. And uh, but he went ashore at Omaha Beach and was also in the Battle of the Bulge. And George will turn on the twentieth of February. He'll turn a hundred. And, wow! Uh, and the game will be on the twenty fourth. So George is going to throw out the first pitch and be honored at at, at that game. So very nice. It's really um, uh, yeah, and it's great That's that amazing. the Tigers do that, and uh, they've done that for I don't know six or seven years now. We've we've arranged to have a, a hero of the game, and then 
And then, of course, we've got Sun and, uh, Sun and Fun that we're getting ready for, mm-hmm. as oh, well yeah. as our um, our ninth mission to, to Washington on uh, on the 30th of uh, April. For so we're, we're, we're working for Flight to Honor. We're working mm-hmm. on that. And, and uh, it's uh, the, the response has been overwhelming, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some really great, uh, great folks that are going to participate. And uh, so everything's on track. We're looking forward to it. Uh, just keep things safe in Washington, and uh, so we'll uh, we'll but we'll be uh, planning that. But we're looking forward to to all those uh, those events. This is a busy time with the with the, the things that are going on for uh, for veterans, and uh, we we still have. And I would would urge folks to uh, if you have concerns about uh, benefits that you may be entitled to, a veteran may be entitled to, or um, maybe it ha- you happen to be a spouse of a deceased veteran or something like that, and want to know what benefits might uh, uh, might be eligible for. Like contact our veteran service office in in Bartow. Um, these are these are guys that uh, and gals that are well versed in uh, in the benefits that that veterans are entitled to, and uh, can offer incredible help. I happen to think we've got. Uh, the best uh, veteran service office in the state. Uh, every county has a veteran service office that, that they are county employees, but they're all all veterans, mm-hmm. and uh, to to help. So I, I put in a a plug for uh, for them, and um, and the, and the last thing I'll say about uh, kind of things that are going on is that <clears throat> you know we've got um, upwards of four thousand. Uh, youngsters, uh, young young students that are participating in JROTC in the county, mm. and uh, if you get a chance to support those those folks, and there's always a need for uh, they always have a need to, for a little support. Um, do that. I mean, the, these are young people that are making good choices. Um, they're very active uh, in in the community, both in the community service arena, uh, as well as just uh, exercising. Uh, good, good citizenship, and uh, so support these these young people. We, we don't, we we want we want to continue to encourage them to make good choices, good mm-hmm. decisions, and uh, as they as they take over for us in the in the area of citizen of being uh, good good citizens and contributing to the community. And so, given a, a given a, given an opportunity uh, to uh, to step forward, uh, do that. And um, and help these uh, uh, these these students. Every school we've got 14 schools in the county that have JROTC, and uh, like I say, uh, there's almost 4,000 in total, and uh, they're they're great kids, male, female, mm-hmm. all 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 nationalities, uh, and uh, so it's 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 a, a great program, and I happen to think it's the best program in the public school system. But uh, I am a little biased. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm that's a little okay. biased. <laughs> There's no problem with that. So, uh, Colonel Gary Clark is our guest. He's with the Polk County Veterans Council. If you are a veteran and you need to know anything uh, veteran-related, this is the group that you contact. And uh, if they don't know the answer, they'll try to find the answer for you or point you in the right direction to the answer. Uh, so, Colonel Clark, how can people get a hold of you and your organization if they need to? You can... Uh, Tap into our, our website at polkveteranscouncil.com, uh, and you can send us an email, or there's also a phone number there that if, if you wish to, to call. 
and uh, so we'll, we'll sort of direct you in, uh, in, in areas that, uh, that you may need some assistance. Some cases it's housing, some cases it's, it's uh, jobs, some t- cases it's just uh, you need a little financial help, mm. and we'll try to, uh, try to help in that, in that regard. Awesome. Colonel Gary Clark, thank you very much uh, for coming in. Uh, first Monday of every month, you can catch Colonel Clark right here. And, of course, you can, if you missed it, any part of it this morning, you can check it out later on our Facebook page during the replay of the uh, live feed. So, uh, thank you, Colonel Clark. Uh, always great to thank see you. Thank you, guys. Always great to see you guys. And also joining us now on the program, he is the sheriff of our county, Polk County. Sheriff Grady Judd is here. Good morning, Sheriff. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you today? Um, present and accounted for. <laughs> Woke up on this side of the dirt. Well, do you know, I'm feeling pretty good today. Now, I've been flat on my back the last three days. Oh, no. Oh, four days with the flu. Oh, goodness. And I can tell you from a lot of experience, you know, to avoid the flu if you can. Yes. If not, just plan to get a lot of rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm back at work today, so that's good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I'm uh, glad that uh, you're recovering. Well, do you know, I I recovered very well and, and just in time to be on your radio program this morning. Fantastic. And to talk about Valentine's Day, you know, Valentine's Day is soon. The uh, the Hallmark holiday? I've heard of it. Oh, yes, the Hallmark holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, the and, and I like to share things with people, you know what I'm saying, that can make you have a really, really happy Valentine's Day. Okay. Now, you could also have a, a special Valentine's Day that wouldn't have to be happy if you did what I'm about to tell you. Okay. You see, Valentine's is normally, you know, two people that are in love, that want to show affection toward each other, and they buy flowers and candy and cards and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But it gets real messy when you add a third person to the mix. Oh, it does it now. Yes, a second lover. it, It just doesn't work so well. And that's what we found out happened, like, just the other day. Oh, no. Yes, that's correct. There's this lady, and she had two boyfriends. So she went to her one boyfriend's home, and she was spending some time with him. And that worked out very well until her other boyfriend showed up at the house. Ah. Uh, oops. His oh. name, yes, was Quavon Armani Buckley. Okay. Did they not you know, know about each other? Oh, the, he knew about them. Yes, he did. Oh. That's he, why he showed he, up at the house. <laughs> that's why he showed up at the house. Okay, all right. Well, you know, I'll let's call him Armani, just for short. I love sure. that name. Yeah, you know, he was he was already known to be territorial and violent. You know. Oh Ooh. my god. So he arrives at the boyfriend's house and kicks the front door in. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. as you do, you know. Yep, yep. Doors. It's it's kind of like it's a Polk County doorbell kind of deal, you know. Oh. <laughs> Just kick, kick the door open, and since it's open anyway, you might as well go on inside. Yeah. So he goes inside, and he finds his woman in this other guy's house with her two children. Okay. 
So he tells her, you know what you better do is get in that car and take those two rugrats and put them in the car too because there's going to be trouble in this house. And then he searches up the other boyfriend and gives him a Valentine's shot to the chest. Oh, no. Firearm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so. I mean, when you're in love, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. I I mean, you you just can't pick between the two guys. So he eliminated one of the two of them. So I guess. Well, now she doesn't have to choose. She doesn't have to choose anymore. So. They didn't know. So now. Now, he shoots this guy down, and, and then he gets in his car, and he leaves. Okay. You would think at some point in time that the girlfriend would get to a telephone and say, hey, you know, we've had an unfortunate situation occur. Mm-hmm. So did she call and say, we've had an unfortunate situation occur? I'm guessing no. No, 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 no. So mom and dad are trying to get in contact with their son. Now, this fella, the victim, is who's got a girlfriend who has a boyfriend, is a really decent sort of guy, and he calls mom and dad every day. Mm-hmm. So mom doesn't hear from him. She calls him that evening, doesn't hear from him. She calls him the next morning. Doesn't hear from him the next evening. She tells her husband, she said, we need to go over to son's house. He never refuses to answer the phone. And dad said, well, let's give him another day. You know, he's like the old man. You know, he he may have him a girlfriend going or something. She says, all right. So she calls him the next day and no answer. And that night she says, well, I'm going over there with you or without you. And he said, okay, I'll go with you. So they go to their son's house. Yeah. And find out he's been dead now a couple of days. Yeah. Mm. So now I have got to tell you, my homicide detectives are the very best. Mm. But it didn't take a lot of investigative prowess to solve this case, you see. Because first off, all we did was turn on his house security cameras. Uh. Uh Uh-huh. And we saw the suspect drive up and get out, then drive, then walk out of camera site. And then we saw the girlfriend and two kids jump in the back seat of the car and off they went. Mm. So being trained detectives, we said to ourselves, self, we bet that guy is the one that shot that other guy in the house yeah. over that girl. Mm-hmm. It turned out that's exactly what happened. So we found the girl, and she immediately confessed to us. Mm -hmm. We said, well, why didn't you call? And she said, well, I was scared. That's what they all say. I'm scared, right? So anyway, she doesn't have to be scared anymore. But now this Valentine's Day, she's got one dead boyfriend as a result of a murder. Mm -hmm. Her other boyfriend is in the county jail. I'm just betting that she doesn't hang around and wait on him since he, upon conviction, or get him a life sentence, more than likely she's out looking for a third boyfriend for Valentine. Well, I mean, she probably already had a third or a fourth. Could be, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. So someplace along the line, there's always the uh, parents of those two kids someplace, you know? Right. 
So anyway, make a long mm. story short, on Valentine's Day, only have one lover. Or at least do a better job of keeping them apart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, if your Valentine happens to be in the Polk County Jail, do you have visit visitation on the 14th? Oh, there is visitation, online visitation all the time. Oh, okay. So you can goober smooch the screen, goober you know. And, you know, just, you, you know. You don't get and, conjugal visits? Oh, no conjugal visits. <laughs> no. I can't even hardly say that word, much less think about it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you're in, and and we don't allow paper in the jail because they got to where they were soaking it in raid roach poisoning. What? Yeah. Yes. To do what? As well as methamphetamine and other drugs. But they they would actually soak it in raid roach poison and, and send it in for them to get Ew. intoxicated with. I've never understand the I don't get it between either. raid, roach, poison, Ugh. and inmates in the jail. But anyway, mm. so we don't allow Valentine's cards in the jail anymore. Okay. However, you can take a picture of it. Okay. And show it to them when you make your phone call. There you go. Yes. There you go. So that's it. So I thought I'd also tell you, you know, I was a poor guy growing up. I was 16 years of age, and I had a job, and you know, and and what? But I found out early on if you take flowers to girls you're dating, that it impresses them and their parents. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. because I was a poor guy growing up, I used to go to the Oak Hill Cemetery. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, you did not. Well, they, Please they tell had, me. listen, they, they, they had this, this pile, you know, when they would clean off the graves, they would, they had, you know, they had this pile where they pile up the old dead stuff, right? Kind yeah. of a compost pile. Well, I would pick through there until I found some of the flowers that were still in decent shape. Ah. And that's what I take to my girlfriend. Well, see, you know, and I don't hate you for that, but if you were taking them off of graves, I would have been uh, judging you a little bit. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'd never do that. I have the greatest respect for for the dead. But it was in the compost pile because, you know, I I used to go there and visit my grandmother, and I knew where the compost pile was. Mm. And I used to kind of play in it, you know, like that. my mom and dad were out there in the graveyard. So... I knew where it was, so I went over there, <clears throat> and I'd, I'd plunder through the compost pile, and and you could always find a few decent flowers. Sure. And uh, I, and then when when I started dating this lady I married a long time ago, I even took them to to her mama, you uh, know, because I wanted to really be well thought of. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't until years later that they figured out that they come out of the compost pile from Oak Hill Cemetery. <laughs> well, you they know, did figure it, it out. Huh? It, it is, though, always better to have uh, your uh, sweetheart's parents on your side. It is. You know, and that's the tip that I'm trying to leave for Valentine's Day today. There you go. Now, you got to be careful about that because you got to make sure. That it's the compost pile. It's the discarded flowers. You yes. see, when you throw things away, mm-hmm. and 
then it's okay. But if you go there plundered them off of off of uh, people's grave sites, you end up in jail. Yeah, that is not a good thing. No, no, no. But I was well aware of what the law was because I was already ready to be a deputy. There you go. All I needed to do was have a woman <laughs> and get out of high school. There you go. Yep. <laughs> sheriff Grady Judd is the sheriff of Polk County. Uh, sheriff, uh, I'm sure uh, your wife will be receiving something nice on Valentine's Day, right? And, and not from the compost pile? No, no, I'm I'm not going back to the compost pile. <laughs> I've already been caught for that. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm go- I'm going to do something very nice. Aww. I haven't decided what yet, but I yeah. still have time. You do. You got you time. You, you, got have, week. you have a week. Yeah, I'm and, in the same position. You know, a week yep. from today. Yep, it's week next Wednesday. Today. No clue. And you see, what what I'll do is I'll I'll call my daughter-in-law and I'll say, "Listen, you know, today's Valentine's Day, and I haven't got your." mother-in-law anything yet would you run out to the store and help me out ah. <laughs> See? She, will. That, that, she will because she's wonderful there you go so but, but now the cat's out of the bag though oh yeah but as long as it gets here by valentine's day i'm i'm covered again <laughs> there you go sheriff grady Judd, uh, sheriff thank you very much for coming on today we appreciate it always great to speak with you and uh uh I'm glad that uh, you recovered from the flu and uh, stay that way. Yes, and I want to wish everybody a very happy Valentine's. Thank you. You too, sure. All right, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Kids Back is who I'm talking about. Patty Strickland is the executive director. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you for allowing me to let everybody know about our major fundraiser, which is called Gone Country. And thank you for helping the kids. Well, it's shocking to think that right now, today, mm. we're feeding 3,788 children in 82 schools yeah. with a waiting list. Wow. That's and crazy. we live in a country where no child should go home hungry. Right. That is right. And you, that's, you guys help them with that. That is correct. We are a weekend program mm. that works directly with the school system in feeding homeless and food insecure children. That's great. That is great. And of course, you know, all this uh, helping costs money. And so that you need help for that. That and, is correct. You know, and I found that Polk County people are really generous. They absolutely are. Yeah. And just, I th- I said we had 3,700 children. Mm. Uh, three weeks ago, we had 300 children on a waiting list in four schools. Goodness. And a donor came up and said, I need to help. Right. So we were able to wipe those children off and be able to provide them with food on the weekend for the rest of the school system. That's, That's how great Polk County is. That's fantastic. I wonder, is there anything at some point that we can do enough where we're not going to have all these hungry kids? You know, I, I asked that question about a month ago to a young man. Oh, young man. He's <laughs> as old as I am, but he's young. <laughs> and he said to me, you know, Patty, we will never get to the point where there's no one hungry. Mm. But remember our mission and our goal from the Lord is that we must help those who cannot help themselves. And that that has stuck with me because he's absolutely right. Number one, we never know how many children truly are hungry. Mm. But that's not for us to 
question. It is if we see a need, we're to take action, and that is to help as many as we can. Right. Exactly. Uh, so we're speaking with Patty Strickland. She's executive director of Kids Pack. Kids Pack, of course, uh, helps out uh, uh, food insecure children in Polk County. And uh, we are, I don't have a face, uh, according to my phone. So give me a second, Patty. <laughs> 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 got to take that face recognition yeah. off. Uh, no child goes hungry is the headline when you go to the Kids Pack website. And uh, it, there's uh, buttons on their website where how you can donate. You can call the office, which is 863-272-7927. And we can answer any questions that anyone may have. I, I understand. Uh, now, you guys take donations also of food. That is correct. So what, tell us what kind of food that you, you take. Anything that is non-perishable. Now, we do have a certain food that goes into the backpack, which is kid-friendly, being able to open by a child. But we take all non-perishables because what we don't use in the school backpack program, we give to the schools to give to the families. So mm. anything that does not have to be refrigerated. Right. So you're talking about the, like the little individual uh, pasta packs. You that know? is correct. Uh, like those, fruit those cups, applesauce, kids crackers. Kids too. So. You know, little boxes of cereal. Mm. Uh, the one thing that I always have to make sure that I let people know is that a lot of these children live in cars, so it can't be heat. Doesn't can't be necessarily heated be heated. It needs to be eaten hot or cold. Mm. Needs to be opened by a child. Also, that's why we always ask for the the pop tops. Right. We definitely uh, want to help out the kids, and so go to kidspack.org, and you can donate there. Make sure you help out the kids. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.